welcome to the Cryptid Keeper Patreon, the Patreon for Cryptid Keepers and the people who pay us money. Um, so now <laughs> that you're- And cryptids. Also cryptids are here. Um, if the cryptids are paying us money, I really want to know, like, who's our top donor in the cryptid sphere? I don't know, actually. It's a good, it's a good question. Well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the point is that all of you are here, and huzzah! So Addison has a fun, cool bonus episode for us today. Yes. There's a poem I found. A poem! Here it is, there it is. You have a poem! I do. Okay, so I would like to start with the poem. <laughs> and also I would like to say that this is the creature with one of the cutest names we've ever covered on I'm the show. I'm so ready. This little, this little critter is called the Tizzy Wizzy. <laughs> the Tizzy, the what? The Tizzy Wizzy. The Tizzy Wizzy. The Tizzy Wizzy. Oh, what? I like that very much. Oh, it's the Tizzy Wizzy. The Tizzy Wizzy. I think it's English, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's British. Yes, it is. Um, so, the Tizzy Wizzy. So here's a poem. This is from knowledge.me.uk, and I. this was written by Grace Gant. And this is, have you seen a Tizzy Wizzy? Have you seen a Tizzy Wizzy? I'm going to read you the poem. Read me the poem. <laughs> have you seen a Tizzy Wizzy down in Bowness by the shore? Who's calling me? The Tizzy Wizzy. Stafford, Virginia. I think that's a spam call. Okay. Probably. Sorry. So anyway, I want to restart. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen a tizzy wizzy down in Bowness by the shore? They skim the water nightly and live out on the moor. They hide in handy wood piles and scuttle swiftly by. And if you've never seen one, it's because they're very shy. <gasps> With bodies just like hedgehogs and wings like finest bees. Their tails look just like squirrels as they float along the breeze. Visit Sunny oh. Brockhole, you might see one whiz by. Keep still, alert, and quiet as they're very, very shy. How shy are they? I get the feeling they're very shy. They're very, very shy. Like, really shy? I'm going to cry. I love them so much. So there's a picture, and it is almost certainly a hoax photograph, but I think about it all the time. Um, this is apparently from uh, from the bay. Uh, there's a picture on the cryptids wiki of the Tizzy Wizzy, and it looks exactly how it was described. It looks like a, looks like a hedgehog bumblebee with a squirrel tail. Look at it. Oh, an angel. It's the cutest, one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my whole life. And one of the cutest things I've ever imagined in my whole life. So that's the poem. Wow. <laughs> um, it's, oh, it's so good. So um, it, I found it first on the cryptids wiki. And then I did a little more research. This does not fit into a full-sized episode because there are like three things because about it. Because it's so small. Yeah, it's so small. It can't fit. It has to be a pocket-sized episode. Otherwise, it might get damaged. <laughs> Too little. Yeah, the thing about it is it's um, similar to the other cute cryptid we covered in a bonus episode, mm -hmm. uh, the Tea Kettler. There is not a lot actually written about it. I just was so charmed by it that I felt like I needed to talk about it's it. It's very would, good. Or I would just explode. I've been keeping this secret of the Tizzy Wizzy in my chest for just ever. The Tizzy Wizzy? I've been hiding my Tizzy Wizzy. You've been hiding a Tizzy Wizzy. Here's the thing. You could tell me Tizzy Wizzy was British slang for mostly anything and I would believe you. Yeah, like that's if you like fair. point at, just like point at your TV and be like, we call this a Tizzy oh, Wizzy. that's the Tizzy Wizzy. <laughs> would you like to put something on the Tizzy Wizzy? <laughs> 
maybe it's time for a cheeky evening program on the tizzy wizzy. On the tizzy wizzy. <laughs> <laughs> or you could tell me it's like a Welsh word and I'd believe you. Uh, like Pop a tizzy wizzy fool, yeah? Yeah, like the amount of Welsh words I've been taught by people mm-hmm. that I've been like, whoa, wh- that's adorable. Yeah, yeah, what? A tizzy wizzy could be like a little like kind of sweet, maybe like oh, a little Oh, definitely like, like a bonbon. Yeah, a tizzy wizzy. A tizzy wizzy. I meant have a cheeky little tizzy wizzy. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry about the accents, any of our UK listeners. So the tizzy wizzy was allegedly first spotted by a bounist boatman around 1900. By whomst? A boatman in Oh, a Bounis. boatman. I thought you were saying it was someone's name. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. A bounist boatman. Uh, okay. That's what um, I thought. By a space bounist boatman. Okay. A man who rode aboard a boat. He allegedly spotted it and then told all the tourists in the Stag's Head Hotel, while I would imagine considerably inebriated, uh, all about certainly. all about his encounter with it. Um, they are shy, water-loving creatures with the body of a hedgehog, the tail of a squirrel or a fox, and a pair of bee-like wings. I love... Now, here's the thing. You might be saying that the wings of it should not be able to carry its body, but that's also the case for actual honeybees, so I don't want to hear oh. it, according to the intro to Bee Movie. <laughs> That there's, like, for all laws of nature, there's no reason yeah. a bee should is be this, able to fly. Is this our source now? Are we going to be quoting the intro to Bee Movie? I mean, no. I'm not going to keep doing that. But I, I, um, so, uh, excuse me. Supposedly the photograph here that I showed you was captured in 1906. Struggling and squealing, it was rushed to Louis Herbert's, or probably, since this is in the UK, Louis Herbert's um, <laughs> photographic studio opposite St. Martin's Church. They calmed it down with some more milk and morsels of ginger biscuit. That and, would also work on me, TBH. Yes, and took this immortal portrait of the Tizzy Wizzy before it jumped off the table and flew out the window to regain its freedom. It has a very faint cry, one which could just be heard if you had your ear at water level. Many thousands of postcards were sold from this one photograph. The boatman used to conduct Tizzy Wizzy hunts, and the evasive Tizzy Wizzy would invariably finish under one of the piers, and one of the tourists engaged in the hunt would be accidentally pushed into the lake. <laughs> it's like a fun little tradition. Accidentally. Sometimes the boatman would say it had escaped to Belle Island, and if any of the hunt followers wished, they could be taken across the lake to look for it. When asked why they couldn't see it flying across the lake, the reply was, because it was a very good underwater swimmer. It's so cute. It's so cute. I love it. I want seven. I would like to go into a little more information. Daddy, I'd like a (laughs) tizzy-wizzy. Veruca, please. <laughs> um, I want it now. <laughs> it does sound very Willy Wonka, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And these are... Oh, I know what it sounds like. Hmm. It sounds like Fizzing Wisbees, which was one of the sweets in uh, yeah. Honeydukes. But, like, that's why I keep thinking it's, like, a sweet. I, it's funny. I was actually going to make a comment about how this sounds like a thing that J.K. Rowling would probably, like, steal and then pretend she invented. <laughs> but she hasn't yet, and she better not. She better not. Keep your hands off the tizzy wizzy. Um, so... Anyway, I would like to hop over to www.rabbies.com. Oh, please do. Rabbies Travel Feels, the Rabbies blog. Rabbies. Rabbies. Um, so this is an entry on the Tizzy Wizzy, which is the legend, a legend of Lake District, of the Lake District. On your next walk in the Lake District, you should keep your eyes peeled, not for eagles, deer, or otters, but for Tizzy Wizzies. But oh, for Tizzy Wizzies. Oh, what? You don't know what a Tizzy Wizzy is? Well, let me explain. So if you put your ear to the ground, you can hear sometimes a tiny squeaking sound. And if you raise your head up, you'll catch a glimpse of a tizzy wizzy flying past you at the speed of a bullet. (laughs) The creature is so rare that some dare to say it doesn't exist. But we know, Alex, that they are fools. Oh, we know. (laughs) We know they are fools. So this one says that it has the wings of a dragonfly, the antenna of a bee, 
the body of a hedgehog and a fluffy tail like a squirrel. I love it so much. I love it so much. Some skeptics say it was made up for a money-making scheme. Um, I know, shocking. rude. Here's how the legend apparently came to be. Now, this is great and a lot more, like, this has a lot more flavor text Mm -hmm. around the whole uh, origin legend. Yes, give it to me. So, the brilliant boatman from Bowness. Around 1900, there was a boatman in Bowness. He only wore woolly jumpers and a pipe perpetually hung out of his cracked country lips. Tourists were flooding the Lake District, and he decided it was time to make some money out of them. But he didn't have skills or an education. All he had was a boat and a brain. He needed a plan, and where else better to think of one than at the local pub? So he wandered down to his drinking spot, sat on his favorite wooden chair by the fireplace, and proceeded to drink a pint. After the first sip, he imagined getting tourists to pay him to do a dance on his boat. It was certainly something different. But no, it would never work. He hadn't enough money for dance lessons. Oh my god. After the second beer, he decided he could rent his boat out to young lovers. But no, there were far fancier boats in the region doing the same thing. And surely he couldn't trust young folk with the only precious thing he had in life. As he started his third pint, six tourists from London swarmed the old pub. He looked at them raised his right eyebrow and took a deep puff from his pipe. The night crawled on and he mustered up the energy to talk to the young crowd. They loved his local accent and a young lady asked, So you've been here a long time. You absolutely must tell us about some of the regional myths and legends. I love that stuff. I've bought hundreds of books and... She didn't say hundreds. I've bought hundreds of books and gone on fairy hunts throughout England. I feel like this is a hate crime. Okay, sorry. (laughs) All right. Like this voice I'm doing. I'm no, sorry. You gotta keep right. doing it now. You the boatman took another long draw from his pipe and looked around the room. A painting of a hedgehog hung on the wall and several flies banged into the cobwebbed lamp. <laughs> oh this my is God. what they have decided the origin story I is. I love it. He told them of the Tizzy Wizzy. They loved this story and even agreed to come on a Tizzy Wizzy hunt. So now we'll hear about the Tizzy Wizzy hunt. Please tell me about the Tizzy Wizzy hunt. The first Tizzy Wizzy hunt. The next morning they were on the edge of the lake, not too far from our lead character's boat. <laughs> the boatman said, Shh. Can you hear it? All six Londoners had been lying on the ground listening for the squeaking sound for Can 20 minutes. hear it? Eventually, one of them said, By Jove, I heard it. The boatman said, There it is, quick, follow me. The group crashed through the trees and bushes along the lakeside until the boatman said, There, look, it went over to the Belle Isle. A Londoner said, But what? I've been looking in that direction and I saw nothing. The boatman said, well, weren't you listening to me at all last night? Tizzy Wizzies are exceptionally good underwater swimmers. The Londoner said, Oh, of course, how silly of me to forget that. All six of the tourists paid the boatman a healthy sum of money to travel on his boat to Belle Isle. His plan had paid off. He'd made more money than he thought possible. But this was just the start. A Lake District wonder. The boatman used this money to buy ginger biscuits to lure a Tizzy Wizzy to his friend's photography studio. Oh, to his friend's (laughs) photography studio. There his friends took a picture of it, and they printed thousands of the photo on postcards. He sold these as part of the tours he did for the rest of his life. Some say no one believed in the Tizzy Wizzy at all. They just went on the tour because of the famously charismatic boatman who wore only woolly jumpers. So maybe the real cryptid all along (laughs) was the boatman. But others have reported seeing Tizzy Wizzies even to this day. <laughs> Let's see if you can find yourself on one of our tours to the Lake District. Here's the thing. This is one of those that they're like, to this day, people say they saw the Tizzy Wizzy, but you never, ever find an actual sighting. <laughs> ever. Never, ever. No, not really. Yeah. I'm told there are a lot of sightings, is what another one says. It was also featured on Cryptids UK, um, where they refer to it as the cutest cryptid. 
It's given the same description because, again, it it's pretty much a cute... It's, it's like a very cute, simple little guy. Oh, yeah, it's so awesome. So it's highly likely that this creature was invented as a cutesy publicity stunt, but still possibly the cutest cryptid I've ever heard of, which I like. Um, it's also featured on Uniquely Windermere on the Lake District National Park.co.uk uh, page. And there's... um. It says one American visitor offered a five pound reward for its capture, either dead or alive, which is terrible. Don't kill it. Please be nice. Um, and then it also appears on a list of different stories at the, in the, around the lakes, just in general. There's a couple like folklore in the lakes, six mysteries to explore oh, okay. this summer. This is also on the lakedistrict.org. So I'll actually tell you about some of the other accompanying stories if you would like, if you would allow me to. Slightly. Um, so one of them featured is of course the Tizzy Wizzy, uh, a Windermere wonder. And now I'll read this little section here first. If you find yourself strolling along the shore of Windermere, do take a moment to stop and place your ear close to the ground. If you are very, very fortunate, and perhaps aided by a pint or two of Cumbrian ale, you may hear the quiet squeak of the tizzy-wizzy. This is a quirky creature. Quirky. Oh, well. Don't. Hello, tizzy-wizzy. <laughs> stop that. This is a quirky creature that has the body of a hedgehog with quite large insect wings and a tail that Squirrel Nutkin would envy. Squirrel. Stop it. It is said to roam the shore of the lake by Bowness on Windermere and was allegedly first spotted by a Bowness boatman in 1900. The fact that he told his elaborate story whilst in a local inn should in no way hinder your belief in his tale. Following this first sighting, the creature was spotted many times by Bowness boatmen who incidentally made quite a lot of money taking tourists on Tizzy Wizzy hunts. How many different weird accents have I done in this episode? Alright, so here's some of the Always others. time for one more. You know it, kid. Okay, so... Some of the other stories you can find uh, in the Lake District. Um, you can also, if you want to find out what's on in the Lake District, January 2019, you can. <laughs> I just want to know. I'm just curious. Tizzy Wizzy Hunts? No, I think... Um, a cheeky little Tizzy Wizzy Hunt. No, there's crazy kitchen chemistry workshops for children. Oh, I mean, that's cute. There's live entertainment. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves being performed. Okay, there's a half marathon. <laughs> You can hear water drinking sounds from a lovely dog. You can. Um, if you oh, put your ear the to the ground. sound of the tizzy wizzy. If you put your ear to the ground, you can hear a tizzy wizzy drinking water. So, um, here's some uh, legends, lakeside legends. You've got the Bjorn, the Stiehead Ghost. And um, you've got Stiehead Pass between Wasdale and Borodale is an isolated part of the country. Very few signs of civilization. It's very beautiful. If you see um, Stiehead Tarn, it's like very green and open. It looks, mm-hmm. it's like very beautiful, but it's very empty. There's not any buildings or anything. There's this high altitude pass prone to trapping the mist that tumbles over the towering fells, and walkers can find themselves quickly blinded by thick fog. <laughs> it's here in... The uh, towering, lonely and theatrical setting that Bjorn, an outlaw from the 13th century, is said to wander headless, carrying a bag full of live cats. Um? <laughs> so, uh, if you're planning your walk there, carry some salt to ward off any spirits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's the wind, and so there's the tizzy wizzy. There's also um, the beast of Cumbria. The Beast of Cumbria. Cumbria, the land of the Herdwick sheep, the red squirrel, and of course, the elusive Black Panther. We talked about these appearing throughout the UK. At least, at least that's according to numerous walkers who claim to have spotted the fearsome beast prowling through the fells. It's been reported in Langdale, Eden Valley, Grasmere, and Kendall. In 2011, a Freedom of Information request revealed that Cumbria police have received 40 reports of big cats since 2003. <laughs> he has to, excited. He have to soften the carpet. 
I thought he was dancing. Oh, yeah, he loves it. He's just cheering along. He's um, like, oh, I'm so hyped. It says, I do like this. It is possible that, oh, my God. Bear, please. You know when a very big dog sometimes, like, just comes in and scratches the floor a whole bunch before he lays down in a very tiny ball? Um, because that's Bear. That's Bear's whole thing. Hi, sweet boy. So we have a special guest host today. It's Bear. He's trying to communicate by, like, It's scraping. Morse code. What's that? What's that, Bear? You too have seen a tizzy wizzy. <laughs> Twenty years ago, you say? <laughs> it was a foggy day on the moors. <laughs> you can hear the squeaking, could you? Can hear the squeaking. Went out by the lakeside. Okay, side. that is very much enough, baby. <laughs> that is quite enough, The sir. floor is... Don't look at me like that. Stop that. <laughs> That is quite enough, doing? sir. That is quite enough. Good, sir. We are trying to have a civilized podcast. <laughs> I pray you cease with this behavior. Oh my god. You <laughs> do not cease. I'm losing my mind. Okay, so I guess I'm just gonna talk over it. This is so strange. He does this sometimes, <laughs> but never for this long. Usually it's like two or three times and then he lays down. I don't know what I'm not providing for him. <laughs> Did we bring a curse into this house? Maybe. Because here's the okay, thing, Alex. Baby. I, watch, uh, I watch a lot of horror movies, Buddy. and this usually means Buddy. that... Hey, Alex. Yeah. I know you live, like, not directly over the ground, but I think there's a body buried under the floor, if I've learned anything from watching scary movies. Yeah, probably true. Anyway, go on. So I think there's a body buried under there. It is possible that it is just someone's pet feline who has eaten a rather lot of Cumberland sausages. But if you are strolling through the fells, keep your wits about you just in case. Then you've got Long Meg and her daughters, witches in stone. Long Meg. <laughs> they call me Long Meg. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Um, so there's this legend that this coven of witches was turned to stone for dancing on the Sabbath. Um, the ancient stone circle of Long Meg and her daughters. It's this structure a few miles north of Penrith. It's the second largest stone circle in the country. It features over 50 standing stones made from granite and one unique larger stone made from local red sandstone, and she's called Long Meg. <laughs> I want a girl with a short skirt and a long Meg. <laughs> what does it mean? Long Meg is adorned with ancient symbols carved onto her rock, and at certain angles you could argue she resembles a witch. <laughs> so local legends tell of a mother- Why would they call her long and not tall? <laughs> Because it's better. Well, you say long Meg and I just think of long egg. You've seen long <laughs> egg, right? I've seen the long egg. They call me long egg. Okay, sorry. We should stop. Um, no, uh, so, Lashen tells of a mother and her daughters. They were all witches who danced on the Sabbath and were turned to stone as punishment. It said it's impossible to count the same number of stones twice and that anyone who achieves such a feat will undo the magic that holds the witches in the stone. Ooh, that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, no one really knows... Um, where these came from or how these structures got there. But where they whether came you, from or where do they go? Yeah, or if it's Cotton Eye Joe. Um, but whether you believe the stones are witches or just part of an ancient mysterious ritual, the circle undoubtedly has a magic atmosphere. And then you've got the the Crier of Claif wailing above Windermere. This is the last one. Um, Claif Heights, which is also beautiful. Look at that. Gorgeous. Oh, that is gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, so pretty. It's a popular walking area on the western side of Windermere, close to Ray Castle and Hilltop, which is apparently Beatrix Potter's former home. Oh, nice. Yeah. So tourists flock to this area in the summer, unaware of the terror that roams these no, uplands. No, no. According to the legend, a monk from Furnace Abbey was sent to the area to reform a wayward woman and show her the errors of her ways. 
Instead, he was bewitched by her, tried to win her affection. Sadly for him, she spurned his advances and left him feeling bereft. He was so heartbroken that he wandered the area, wailing and crying, eventually crying himself to death. That is horrible. <laughs> On Cliff Heights. I'm assuming that means he died of dehydration, and the implications of that are not fun. Or maybe I'm just, yeah, you actually shoot, maybe. In the years that followed, local boatmen reported hearing cries from the heights, but heeded warnings to stay away. One hapless fellow mistook the cries for someone calling for a boat and went to investigate. Upon his return, it is said that his hair turned white and he never spoke again. Oh, no. I love ghost stories like that. That makes me happy. Yeah, they're very To fun. this day, the Clave Crier remains Windermere's most famous ghost story. And, occasionally... There are reports of walkers who are followed by a hooded figure as they explore the crier's final resting place. Mm, spooky. So, the Lake District has really leaned into their stuff. Um, the towns in the Lake District, just like for, just for like uh, context, when I refer to the Lake District, I'm referring to um, towns and villages throughout Cumbria. Um, there's Keswick, Bowness on Windermere, Kendall. <laughs> And there we go. Those are some of them. It looks beautiful. Like, it looks like a gorgeous place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you would like to stay at a place in the Lake District, you can rent the Tizzy Wizzy Cottage. Ooh. Um, which I found on lakelovers.co.uk slash property slash tizzy hyphen wizzy, which is spelled T-I-Z-Z-I-E hyphen W-H-I-Z-I-E. So donate to our GoFundMe to go have a live episode at the Tizzy Wizzy Cottage. It sleeps four people, has two bedrooms, dogs, yes. <gasps> Children, yes. Babies, yes. Arrive at this traditional Lake District cottage right at the heart of Windermere Village, and you'll be surprised by the sophistication within. Spread over three floors, Tizzy Wizzy Cottage is decadent yet relaxed, finished with natural colors, plumped up with leather furnishings, and oozing Lakeland Cottage charm. It's cute. It is really cute. I just included this solely because it's called the Tizzy Wizzy Cottage. I was going to say, it sounds like they sponsored this episode. They did not. No, they didn't. It just thought it was cute. God, I wish. Um, and when you Google Tizzy Wizzy, because there's so few actual sources on it, this is also <laughs> one of the first things that comes up. Nice. So, <laughs> that's it. They got that good, good SEO. Exactly. I know. So, Tizzy Wizzy. The Tizzy Wizzy. Um, I... See, if you look it up, I'm just going to show you. One of the first things that comes up is... Is just information on the house. Hotel booking, yeah, I see that. It's it's hotel booking stuff. It's like a bunch of stuff on the cryptid and then just exclusively stuff about booking the Tizzy Wizzy cottage. Amazing. <laughs> and then finally you get another page page on windwoodoutdoor.co.uk, which is called Lakeland Mythical Creatures. And then they talk about the Tizzy Wizzy again. And it's the same information again. It was never caught again after it was photographed. There are still a lot of sightings, apparently. You just can't find any of them you anywhere. You just don't get to know what any of them are. You don't get to know what any of them are. Um, Tizzy, Wizzy. Weird but cute. Cutest cryptid. The Tizzy Wizzy. It's the same one from before. It is very cute. It is very cute. Hey, it while we're on Google, you just do me a favor real quick and just Google, um, is you and McGregor a... That's the yes! Okay. Sorry, I screamed. Incredible. We uh, started a campaign a while back to get Izzy and McGregor a Kelpie to be like a Google autocomplete result. And it's still the second thing under Izzy and McGregor Scottish, which is <laughs> delightful. Also, Izzy and McGregor still alive is one. <laughs> yes, and he's going to be also, for another quite one is, some time. Izzy and McGregor vegan? And the answer is no. <laughs> not even a little bit. The answer bit. is absolutely not. He eats children. No, I'm kidding. Okay, we're going to get sued. Um, but anyway. Not unless they pay us money first. Come You're sue right. us. You and McGregor's lawyers, donate to our Patreon so you can sue us. 
Do it, you won't. Okay, so that's the tizzy wizzy. I think it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I do love it. Now I, want I do 12 of them. I do feel a little defensive of the tea kettler, who is also an extremely cute cryptid. Uh-huh. And I think that we're going to have to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's extremely subjective which mm-hmm. one of them is the cutest cryptid. No, fair. That's fair. Yeah, I did not apply that label to it. I understand. The Tumblr user Cryptids UK applied that label I, to I it. I understand. I think okay. a lot of people feel that way. And I just want to let you know that, like, we have been criticized on this podcast before for stating things that are not factually correct. <laughs> and I think that we just need to be wary before we go making statements <laughs> like cute-est. It cannot be empirically proven that the Tizzy Wizzy <laughs> is the cutest cryptid. And far be it from us to try. <laughs> Sorry. Doing okay there, pal? Oh, I'm great. I'm doing so well. I love hedgehogs. The only thing about it is that I've never met a hedgehog that was willing to let me pet it. So I don't think that the tizzy was I have either. pictures of a hedgehog climbing around on my back. <sighs> yeah. I'm jealous. My friend Becca's hedgehog scully was mm-hmm. like an adventure hedgehog. It was oh, great. I've only ever met two hedgehogs in my life, though, to be fair. And one of them was a hedgehog that was being, it was the class pet being watched by these mm-hmm. two kids I was babysitting. And no, it didn't get out and cause hijinks. I was very disappointed. But I did get to hold it and it did immediately pee on my hand. And mm-hmm. then... Yep. Um, the other hedgehog I've met is Jess's, uh, hedgehog, oh, yeah. Bernie, who hates everyone and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yes. Bernie is a very angry little guy. Yeah, it's true. I met him and he went, <clears throat> and then rolled into a ball. Scully was fantastic. Scully, um, the other thing about Scully is that Scully was, like, pretty blind. Mm-hmm. So for the duration of our stay, um, Scully would frequently terrorize Kim's cat, Linus, because Scully has no fears, because Scully cannot tell what Scully is running up against. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Fearless. And so, and so Linus and the cat would be, like, prowling over, and we were, like, worried that we were going to have to keep the cat from, like, you know, getting at the hedgehog, and we were like, nope, that's not going to be a problem, mm-hmm. because the hedgehog would chase the cat around the roof. Okay, so apparently it's a popular misconception that bees shouldn't be able to fly. That's not true, because they can and do fly all the time, according to this website. thanks a lot, Seinfeld. Thanks, businessinsider.com. The science behind how they can fly involves the way that they move their wings and the generation of tiny hurricanes that lift them upwards. This is literally a Business Insider article I just found dedicated to calling out the lies in the B-movie intro. Good. That's pretty good. Now, it's a myth dating back to the 30s when the French entomologist Agnes, Agnes, August Magnin don't, notated that a bee's flight should be impossible because of the haphazard way their wings flapped around. And if bees flew like airplanes, he would be correct. So basically, a guy in the 30s got something wrong and we still quote it like it's a real thing. And mm-hmm. I apologize for quoting that misinformation. I'm glad I fact-checked while we were still recording so I could preempt those eventual at replies. That reminds me actually of one of my favorite, sorry, this is really deviating from the tizzy wizzy, but one of my favorite popular misconceptions about uh, insects mm-hmm. is the uh, praying mantises eat their mate thing. Um, oh, yeah? That is only true for a few subspecies of praying mantis, not the ones that are even the most common. Um, so out of like the hundreds of subspecies of praying mantis, uh-huh. only approximately like, I think it's somewhere between 12 and 15 actually do that. So it's 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 much more uncommon praying mantis behavior than it is common, but we talk about it like it's all of them. Yeah. And I found that out fairly recently and it really tripped me out. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild how much stuff is just kind of, like, out there in the open. Hey, remember that uh, you eat eight spiders every year thing that someone started literally to prove how fast misinformation spreads? And and now people still quote it. I actually didn't know that that was a misinformation gimmick. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, wild. It was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, now I have to double check so someone doesn't at me. I read um, it on a Snapple once. Mm-hmm. So Snapple is, I'm going to go tweet at Snapple. I'm going to go into the Snapple fan Facebook page and say, mm-hmm. Snapple, you lied. Yes, here we go. It's one of the wi- widely, most widely circulated bits of misinformation on the internet. If I'm not mistaken, the origin of it was, 
Something like, yes. Okay. In a 1993 PC professional article, columnist Lisa Holst wrote about the ubiquitous lists of facts that were circulating via email and how readily they were accepted as truthful by gullible recipients. To demonstrate her point, she offered her own made-up list of equally ridiculous facts, among which was the average person swallowing eight spiders a year which she took from a collection of common misbeliefs printed in a 1954 book on insect folklore. And then unfortunately it then picked up even more traction and people still quote yeah, it. Like so fact. much because again, I read it as if it was a fact on a snap. Maybe it wasn't a snap. Maybe it was an Nantucket nectar. Anyway, it was um, a juice. There is a juice product out there that you have to sue. A juice lied to me. I was young and, and juice lied to me. That's really terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't believe they did that. I'm really sorry that the juice company lied to you. Because I didn't read it on an email. If I read it on an email, I probably would have been like, okay, whatever. This seems questionable. Yeah, Yeah. but I read it on a juice. (laughs) And you know that if you get it on a juice, it's real information. Juice can't lie. Everyone knows that juices are peer-reviewed. Yeah. For their facts. I want to be a Snapple fact checker. Yeah, seriously. That's a good job. Or an Antucket Nectar. Again, I don't remember which one it was. someone hook me up with that? Um, Anyway... So the Tizzy Wizzy is a very cute cryptid. I would never venture to say the cutest because, again, I am not the arbiter of cuteness. Um, but I personally think it's very cute. I like the idea that it's very fast and that it zooms, zooms, zooms around as fast as a speeding bullet, uh, according to one of the sources. I Gotta like that fast. it makes little tiny squeakies. It goes, I was going to say, you know who'd be truly proud of the Tizzy Wizzy? Sonic. Sonic would, yeah. Sonic really would. Hey, um, can can that be added to the Sonic canon? Real quick. Qu- hey, real quick question. Can we put a tizzy wizzy in Sonic? Okay, um, quick fact about the Sonic canon and mm-hmm. facts just sort of being accepted even though they're they're untrue. I know I'm pretty sure I've told you this story before, but one of my mm-hmm. favorite stories of all time. Um, I'm a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan. And mm-hmm. I if you didn't know this about me already, then now you do, and it's my secret shame. But anyway. Hell yeah. Um a thing that you need to know about the Sonic the Hedgehog canon, like the lore is that um, Sonic the Hedgehog canonically cannot swim. He's, like, very bad at being in or underwater, and it's, like, a major weakness of his. And in early games, you have to be really careful. You have, like, an extremely limited amount of time underwater. You can't swim. You just have to sink to the bottom and then run and then get back up to the surface as quickly as possible. Amazing. And this is because when they were making the first Sonic games, they wanted to put some water levels in, and the creator or head designer of Sonic was like, I'm pretty sure hedgehogs can't swim. And it was like, okay, well, should we maybe fact check that? And he's like, no, nah, I'm like, like 85% certain hedgehogs can't swim. Don't worry about it. We're just, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure hedgehogs can't swim. Turns out hedgehogs can swim. Hedgehogs can swim and they're actually good swimmers. Yeah, hedgehogs are good swimmers is the thing. Um, but nobody bothered to fact check that. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of like, hedgehogs probably can't swim. He's a hedgehog. Hedgehogs, why would hedgehogs be able to? No, they can't. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. No, no, I'm like. I'm, like, pretty certain hedgehogs can't swim. And so that just became a thing. Like, a fact of the Sonic canon is that Sonic can't swim because hedgehogs can't swim in that universe, I guess. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? Um, Don't believe everything you read on a Snapple or Nantucket Nectar, and don't believe everything uh, you see in a Sonic game, I guess. I guess not. Yeah, don't take Sonic games as fact. (laughs) Question everything. The truth is out there. Yeah. I mean, just question most Sonic games in general. They're not good anymore. Oh, no. There is a game where Sonic kisses a human woman, (laughs) and that's a part of the plot, so no. And you had the audacity to talk smack about (laughs) B-Movie? Um, so anyway, I think we could improve the Sonic franchise if we added a Tizzy Wizzy into the mix. Oh, absolutely. I really like the Tizzy Wizzy. The only objection I really have to it is that I am certain I would not be able to pet it because it is too fast and hedgehogs already have a record of not liking me to pet them. That's fair. It would be right. Um, but please do send us your Sonic OCs that are Tizzy Wizzies. I really want to see them. Oh, I want to see them. I'm not kidding. I want to see them. 
Yeah, no, I want to see that too. Give me that. Uh, I haven't seen like cool original art of something like like just totally off the wall in a long time. I want to see a Tizzy Wizzy Sonic yeah, OC. Give it to us. Give me that stuff. She's got to have wings or or he or they. They got to have wings. Um, if you want to be like real Hermes about it, you could put the wings on their shoes. Well, that would be cute. Um, anyway, I'm not going to tell you that. There is a cute bumblebee in the Sonic canon. Okay, well, that bumblebee can step off and stop chomping on the Tizzy Wizzy's Well, his name is Charmy, and he is very small, so maybe be nice to Charmy. that's fair. I don't know anything about Sonic. (laughs) I have never played a Sonic game in my whole entire life. The only thing I know about Sonic is what I've heard from you and that meme of the horrible child's drawing that says, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. That's really all you need to know. At this point, that's the best Sonic timeline. Um, fun fact though, the Sonic comics are actually really good and are like this fascinating years long story about guerrilla warfare in a world that's being taken over by an ecological terrorist. I was going to say, I actually, so. there's a video I have not watched by a YouTuber I like called H Bomber Guy. He has a video about how apparently Sonic is Marxist. Like, Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched it. Yeah. No, like the Sonic comics are actually super good. Okay. Cool. They're really interesting. Like the lore of that is, is really wild. Anyway. I can justify this because it was a hedgehog cryptid. So yeah. I Anyway, uh, that's been the Tizzy Wizzy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with some weird diversions and some bizarre accents and for forgetting until now that you paid money to hear this. <laughs> well, at least you reminded them. Yep, right there um, at the end. So yeah, thank you for your support and thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you see a flying hedgehog and you get a chance to pet it and it allows you to, then take that blessing as it comes to you and it probably means you'll have good fortune for the rest of your life. It doesn't say that in any of the sources, but I really feel like that's a good Yeah, omen. and then for goodness sake, put some details on the internet because mm. we keep hearing there are sightings and there's nothing more frustrating than when you're trying to track down sightings and they keep saying like the most sighted cryptid and you're like there are none details yep um and don't forget to give them a ginger biscuit and a little bit of milk and then so. smash that follow button like and subscribe i don't have anything I don't like else this. yeah <laughs> um so anyway uh, as always we hope we can keep you around and stay safe out there gotta go fast what